Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Hey, do you know how when you're going through your notes and you come across a parade of techniques and you say, oh, this would be perfect for the podcast. Oh, but wait a minute. It's only for people who've already built a book of business for the real experienced agent. It doesn't apply to someone who's just building their business. And then I thought, well, maybe it does. Oh, boy, that's a real warm up to a subject I can't wait to hear. Yeah. When prospecting. Be looking for your potential perfect client. Well, expand a little, please. Well, it could cause... be a for sale by owner. It could be an expired. It could be anybody you run into. Who's the perfect client for you, the ideal client for you? Isn't it somebody who lives in your market, frequently moves, stays in your market, and refers all their friends and family to you? Well, I think you're missing, to me, the most important ingredient. What's that? You like them. Yes. That they're nice. Well, yeah. I think goes, some, some people make a career out of working with that not goes without nice people. Saying. Oh, it does not go without saying. The roads. All right. What have the Romans ever done for All us? All right. But, yeah, when you're prospecting, it's like uh, one of my agents said, whenever I hold open house, I, I see every visitor as a potential client. But I think at a point in time when you're building your business, Floyd says replace because you can only do up to 200 with a close personal relationship. So after a while, you'll be start replacing people. And you, if you're always thinking, who is the perfect client for me? Who do I work with best? Who do I serve best? And you're always looking for them. It can inform your prospecting and make uh, some of the, the rote uh, less difficult. The what less difficult? Rote. The routine, the over and over and over. R-O-T-E, wrote. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I have a parade of techniques, and it came out of an Ask the Experts question, so I'm using it as a parade of techniques. Here is what I heard. I've never heard this before. We were talking about clutter. We were talking about a listing that the sellers are messy, cluttery, dirty, almost hoarders, but really not. And it's priced as though it's in great shape, except it's not. Anyway, so that was an Ask the Experts question. We were talking about how to communicate that, but that's not what I'm covering. What I wanted to mention was one of the ideas that came out of that, one of the pieces of advice was to communicate to a seller that counters and shelving should be 75% bare. 
I really like that because it's logical. And, and her point was, such a smart woman, her point was, instead of it's an emotional, I think you should get rid of this or we have to move that, make it mathematical. Make it logical. Doesn't matter what's here, but it's, but it's got to be 75% bare. And then the other suggestion that came out of that all was using virtual staging. I'm always kind of spooked by virtual staging because, you know, you put that in the MLS and then they get to the house and go, oh, my God, what? Do, why did we even come here? We should have so, a disclaimer attached to it. Well, yeah, you, you know. do and all. But, you know, I think, I don't know, it's almost like I'd rather have you discover the virtual staging when you arrive. You know, we have a student that puts at like an easel an easel outside of the bad rooms. This is how with it could look. a pretty picture on it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so get your thinking, get your thinking. All right, ask like the experts. Quantitative, just not qualitative. 75%. Mathematical. Yeah. No, I like it too. Well, this ask the experts question was really interesting. Oh. My number one goal is to not look like a fool, like I know what I'm doing. I've been asked to be on a panel Oh. at a retreat for producers. Cool. And the question is, what have you done this year to improve your business? What have you done during the pandemic to improve your business? Okay. I liked it. Here's what we heard. All right. Keeping in touch was the number one thing. Yeah. I began to use my company tools and systems like never before. Hmm. And that paid off. Um, I knew the inventory was going to be lean, so I completely avoided starter buyers and middle buyers, and I focused exclusively on higher-end listings. Oh, interesting. Because that's what was moving in my market. A lot of markets. Yeah. And I didn't hit my numbers goal, but I blew way past my income goal. So I focused on dollars instead of just numbers. I, I put really stricter, higher standards on buyers I would devote any time mm. to. I worked 100% harder on my attitude than ever before Oh. to maintain a positive focus. Yep. I stayed in coaching. I created accountability with like-minded people. Sounds like R squared. Yep. <clears throat> I was constantly revamping my presentation, and that showed itself in the hit ratio. I said no to every single relo buyer. Oh, really? I planned my week, week one week at a time. Um, I made extensive use of the specific buyer approach. Mm -hmm. When, when I prospected for listings, I was searching for properties for the buyers I worked with. Mm -hmm. And then the two things that I sharpened my skills on were multiple offer negotiations and sellers who want to find one first. Oh, that's what we covered. Yes. Those are the workshops we did. Oh, yeah. what a coincidence. These are our students. I love them. Thank you very much, all y'all. I have yours? an Ask the Experts question. Wonderful. All right. What do you do when you go on a listing appointment? Particularly when it's 6.30 on a Friday night and they just called you and you squeezed them in and really it was going to be your time off, but you went. And you get over there and every instinct in your body is screaming at you. 
They're trying to take advantage of me. They just wanted a second opinion. They've already made a decision to go with a different realtor. They're lying to me. Hmm. They're really not considering me. They just want a number from me. Really? Yeah. An instinct is telling you that. Yeah. Okay. What was the answer? Well, I heard a bunch of answers. I heard, oh, I guess I just usually stand up and leave. <laughs> I heard, be a pro because you never know it might come back to you. I heard my the way that when I calculate a price, it takes me a while. And actually, I reserve my prices and what I recommend for my clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then I reminded everyone of a little dialogue that Floyd Wickman taught me. You probably know it, Michael, since you know all of Floyd Wickman's dialogues. But here's what he said. He said... Whenever you, they're, you know, you never talk price till they're sold on you and your company, right? Yeah, we know right that. Do the right thing at the right time. Right. Well, they're not sold on you and your company. And if you can't get them sold on you and your company, you know, like they won't sit down for a presentation mm -hmm. or they cut you off and they won't let you present or they're saying, no, 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 just give us the price and go, you know, that kind of thing. Because that's really what's happening here. Then... Floyd said this, and I mean, I was 24 years old when I heard this dialogue. I used it my whole career. Floyd said, say to them, well, what do you think it's worth? And they'll answer. Let's role play. What do you think it's worth, Mr. Palin? Um, about 800000 Well, you're probably right. I love that dialogue. <laughs> oh, you're probably in the right ballpark. Oh, you're probably right. Because uh -huh. why are you going to argue? I mean, okay, let's say that you think it's really worth 725. Sure. You're going to tell them that? Oh, that's going to work. How does that help you? You you they just like you less. So, don't argue. Um, yeah, I like that. What did Floyd teach us about judging buyers as they're walking into your office by their appearance or the car they drive? Don't because right? you never know. They might be pocket millionaires and look like hobos. Oh, we've seen so many of those, yeah. you know, rock stars, country rock stars. Yeah. And, oh, I've heard stories. I could tell you the, the states. I could tell you the students. Showing up that with is... a shopping bag full of cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, never yeah, And the same thing. Maybe your instinct is saying, okay, I'm being played. But I like the answer to be a pro. Do things one step at a time. Stay on track. If you can't. Take control and build rapport and do your your polka. Well, then you can then leave. leave. Yeah. And, you know, this is something else that Floyd taught me to do. Stand up. Uh -huh. When you're ready to leave, you stand up. You don't need some big exit line. You stand up. Guess what will happen when you stand up? They'll stand up. <laughs> and then you hold out your hand. Yeah. Now, we have a COVID world, so I guess you could decide if you're going to bump elbows. But, you know... For the rest of the planet and the rest of your career, you hold out your hand and they'll shake it. And then you say, I'm really glad I got to meet you tonight. And you turn around and leave. Go do date night or something. It's Friday <laughs> night. Woo! All right. Enjoy your week.